This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Oh, man. Hope you had a great weekend. Good college football. Well, some of you were locked into high school football. Um, I was gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. It was good to get in my uh, purple mattress from the Skelly Sleep Store last night. And, um, I mean, I had fun on the road trip, but that's the second week in a row. Four nights, four nights. So, I think I'm good hanging out at the house for a couple of nights. I think that's a good thing. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent in any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice. Uh, we'll have Tom Luganbill on the show, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, Lukes will join us at 8.30. And then Steve Robertson will stop by at 9.30. Uh, both of them will join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. So excited about that. We'll have the Bank Plus Player of the Week at 9.15. The Bank Plus High School Player of the Week uh, at 9.15 today. Everything will go on the podcast. You can search, uh, you can go to Apple Podcast or Spotify and search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Uh, Mississippi State with a big home win over the Aggies. And the Aggies were at that time ranked number 17 in the country. Um, are they playing like that? No. But give Mississippi State credit. Uh, they needed a big win. Is is A&M a top five recruiter? recruiter? Absolutely they are. Um, boy, do they have some issues and credit Mississippi State's players and staff for uh, taking it to them, especially in the second half. Blake, it felt like forever before anybody scored. So about six ten left in the second quarter. Um, you know, we got a score, a lot of back and forth, and it was kind of trending in that 21-20 20 to 17 range yeah. for a long time um, during the game. And then all of a sudden things started to happen. Um, and we started to get some points on the board. I thought Mississippi State's offense, while looking more balanced, still is not as quote unquote high powered as maybe you'd like it to be at times. Like, did they do things and move the ball? Yes, but you're still seeing opportunities to even score more points, right? Because like you said, 28 points and you scored a touchdown and uh, on a field goal block and a touchdown on a pick six. So 28 offensive points, it would have been 28-24, right, if you don't have any defensive scoring. So, I mean, that, that offensive output that you thought was about where it was. I thought the key was scoring going into halftime yes. with 58 seconds left. And not giving to, it up. Right, and, and and going up 14 to nothing 
at half and then holding A&M to three on the other side uh, of the break in halftime and then scoring again um, on the field goal block to go up 21-3. Yeah, and how we talked about this yesterday a little bit too. State and Ole Miss are always fighting uphill, and so it's easy for us to go, Oh man, all these times Mississippi State or Ole Miss has failed, right? All these times Mississippi State or Ole Miss has made mistakes and lost games. And the obvious one of this season so far is the muffed punt at LSU. That's not why they lost that game, but people point to that big key play as being this turning point. I look at what could have been a massive turning point for Mississippi State, and I think this is a testament to Arnett Leach and the culture that is there now that wasn't there two years ago. That targeting call on Mookie Watson, yeah, where he gets out, and it's remember not called on the field. They go come off the field to take over, and in the break they review the targeting. They toss him out, give A and M a first down. Mississippi State holds him to a field goal. How many times have we seen that go the opposite way? A and M, a team like that, would score a touchdown. The momentum would start to snowball, and next thing you know, Mississippi State would be behind the eight ball to a team that they had dominated up until that point. They answered the bell. And that's, I think, a huge key for the rest of the season, that you didn't let something like that cripple you, which is something that has happened the last four years. True. That's fair enough. That bodes well for your future this season under Mike Leach. And it just makes this week even bigger. Ole Miss knows they're going to win this weekend, which is a nice feeling. You you had a close game against Kentucky. Um you kick a 26-yard field goal um, with four minutes left to go on the clock, and then you you hold on to win, and you know you're going to win this weekend. Mississippi State is favored this weekend, but Arkansas, while not good, you don't ever know. As Kirby Smart said, you know, you got to play it out. Look what happened with Georgia and Missouri. None of us thought... So I had both screens going that night, Blake, and I'm watching Georgia and Missouri and Auburn and LSU, and I'm thinking, we're such dummies. All week we talked about how neither one would be a game, and they were both very, very entertaining all the way through the the fourth quarter. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Uh, we'll have Tom Lugan bill at 8 I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. 
Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So now here's another question coming out of the weekend. Jimbo Fisher's future at A&M. They were embarrassed on Saturday. It's really despicable. It is. It was a sliced bread Saturday in Stark Vegas, Mississippi. It was. A guy named Sliced Bread. I don't know where he is, but Jimbo's got to find him to get this thing back. I mean, really, you've got to get the train back on the tracks because we know in college, collegiate athletics, it could be football, basketball, baseball. Yeah. Once you start going off, you got to get back on, or it just doesn't work. The slippery slope is straight downhill. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. And so you're 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 a twenty-ish, circa. You were out of the gates a twenty-point underdog. Blake, if they get, and and I don't know what's going on with Bryce Young, but either way, Bama's going to win the game. Yes, you barring something catastrophic. Yes, yeah. you would agree. I, look, who could call? Who could call plays better, Jimbo Frisch, Jimbo Fisher, or some guy named Slice Bread? A guy named Slice Bread. Slice Bread. Yeah, I, they're calling for Jimbo's head as a play caller in A and M. I saw. I I don't usually do this. As you, I went to the boards. Their boards last night. Every now and then you gotta get a little flavor. Oh my gosh. You gotta get a little taste. I mean, you talking about a dumpster fire on the A and M boards. They're losing their minds. Uh, because again, don't forget when you recruit, not just at that level, but when you get a number one class, fans, fandom, fanaticism automatically says, We're gonna be awesome. We're gonna be awesome. Immediately, too, by the That's way. That's right. Yeah, immediately. Because he stacked three in a row, top five classes, yeah. with one of them being number one. Yeah. And what some people said was the best defensive recruiting hall in the history of college football. And he did that on a year where they lost their defensive coordinator and hired another one. Isn't that amazing? And also lost four games. And also lost four games. So... Now they get to play Alabama, and the question is, what does Jimbo's future look like? And then I know what some of you are asking. Bryce Young's health. Ooh. Ooh. Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback. What? You know, an AC sprain. But on the throwing. See, this is a big deal. It's on the throwing arm. No question. We've seen a ton of NFL QBs come back from AC sprains on the opposite arm. Matthew Stafford's played through them. Favre played through them. We've seen guys play through AC sprains on your non-throwing shoulder. You got to throw the football 30 times a game, minimum oh, yeah. probably if you're yeah. Bryce Young. Well, not counting warming up. Yeah. You throw That's what I'm saying. 30 but just to 50 times. In, in the game with full velocity, you got to throw it minimum 30 times. <laughs> How are you going to do that week in and week out now? with an? Uh, mm. Hey, the bald guy says uh, on our Ag Up Equipment text line, Jimbo equals show me the money. 90 million? Show me the money! 95, whatever it is, it doesn't matter at that point. 85, 90, 95 million. Here's what's going to blow people away when A&M buys him out. Is it's, and I think it's 
I get it. It's hard for people to wrap their brain around it. It is chump change for that group. Yeah, I mean, I, they'll, they'll find a few dudes. It could be three. It could be 13. I don't know. But, I mean, they've got one guy um, that can do it, right? But they will find a group that will gladly mm. do this at some point. You know, it's, cra- it's Probably crazy. Probably some of the guys that have been out on the ranch with him with yeah. a personal chef drinking bourbon and eating steaks, but that's just how this all goes when you lose. Most likely, they'll be 3-3 three and three after a loss to Alabama heading into their bye week. Okay. Then they come out of the bye week and they play five of six our SEC games at South Carolina, Ole Miss at home, Florida at home, at Auburn, Massachusetts at home, <laughs> LSU at home. They still have to play four top 15 recruiters plus Ole Miss. I, you know, there's... You're going to be three and three in the bye, and there's still potentially three losses on the board in the back six. If he really goes, if he goes six and six, or is he getting fired? I'm still of the opinion that they won't fire him this year, because I just think there's a lot that goes into that. I, it's easy to say you want someone else. It's hard to say you're going to guaranteed get somebody better. Could that we've gone could down that, that road. coach be a coach that we? Would, would cover in the state of Mississippi? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it's sorry, a better two of them. It's a better job. Two of them. It's a better job than Auburn. I'd rather have the A and M job than the Auburn job. Yeah, it is. But is A and M really going to fire Jimbo Fisher Although, this year? Uh, as you know, Auburn's got a better winning culture. Correct. Uh, for the last well, they've won a title. Years they've won a title. Right. Yeah. I right. Mean, Played, Recently. Played for a title, won it, played for another one, yeah. Um, Ag Up Equipment text line. We want to hear your reaction from the weekend. Week five, congratulations to Hale State. Big win for Leach. Good grief. Uh, congratulations to Ole Miss. This is a program that just is kind of good at winning. Just knows how to win. I mean, it didn't. it wasn't pretty, but nobody cares. It's a W. You've moved on. Uh, 601-885-3776 is the Ag Up Equipment text line. want to welcome you in on a Monday. We're doing a little armchair QB, plus we're trying to find sliced bread. A&M, former players are coming out. Oh, that's not good. Big names on Twitter. It's really despicable. It really is. And asking, you know, what is going on. Here's what they're at. Here's what you... If you were on the Twitters yesterday or on their boards, the $95 million question, if that's his buyout, is is Jimbo willing to hire an offensive coordinator slash play caller? I don't think he is. No. He's convinced himself, even at LSU, when they were running between the tackles and leaning on an unbelievable defense, hey, and, and look, the national media did this, Herb Street and all these, and it was a different media back then, but but Herbie was part of that. They all labeled him, you know, a wonder boy. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's an offensive gene. Why was he, tell me why, what they did on the offensive side of the football in 01, 2, and 3 at LSU, mm-hmm. why was that, why did that elevate him to one of the best play callers in, in all of college football. One, two, 
He did. I got to give him credit on this. Winning a national championship. Look, he bottled Jameis Winston and Kelvin Benjamin. And a and if you think the ACC is bad, Ooh. Jimbo is a great example. He's now, he moves from the ACC, which is a really, 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 really weak league, comes to the SEC West, not the East. All right? I mean, if, if you ever want to know the difference between the West and the East, mm-hmm. Mark Stoops is 0-11 on the road against SEC West teams. Ooh. Drop Mark Stoops and start in Oxford. Guys, it ain't, he can't do it. Mullen and Freeze and Kiffin and Leach are doing. Mark Stoops is 0-11 on the road in the SEC West. So Jimbo makes the transition over, and what happens? Things get he difficult. He can't win games because yeah. mm. mm. it's different. Bigger, faster, stronger, more depth. Even the weaker teams in the West, State Ole Miss and Arkansas will tattoo you. Yeah. And can win big and beat and win big games. The weaker t- teams in the ACC can't win anything. They don't They don't beat anybody. Yeah, well, you get like five off weeks a year when you play in the ACC? Absolutely. Yeah. So now he's coming off a loss and he gets ready for Bama. Yikes. Yikes. And they're lucky they they're lucky they're not on a two game losing streak. In reality, they're a KJ Jefferson mistake away from being two straight losses and two and three right now already. Yeah. Um it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a absolute burn the barn down atmosphere in College Station over the bye week after this lost Alabama. Man, I bet Tex Ags is rolling. Can you imagine the the page views and the hits and yeah. and the downloads so we and talk, so on? We talked about the struggles. Hey, real quick, I want to give a couple of game balls. Oh, yeah. To Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Oh. I think I'm going to surprise some people. I'm going to give the game balls to the Mississippi State defensive line and the Ole Miss defensive line. I think that's what uh drove the tr- it would be easy to give it to you know, Will Rogers who made some good throws. Uh, to Emmanuel Forbes, who was huge. But I kind of agree with what Leach said yesterday. That that Mississippi State front, now it wasn't just those guys. Arnett was sending other dudes. Yeah, linebackers. Okay, stunts, I mean, he, he stuff, loved yeah. to do the Tyrus Wheat thing before Watson got booted and, and Jet Johnson type deal. But I thought that Kentucky took it, to, I'm sorry, Ole Miss took it to Kentucky in the first half, Blake, and Levis was uncomfortable. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, absolutely. No, he held on to the ball way too much. He has no skill players around him. I mean, nothing. He's throwing Kentucky's skill position. Kentucky's wide receiver group makes Dax in 2014 look elite. <laughs> I'm not wow. kidding. That's not a joke. That's a serious statement. Wow. The game ball in the Ole Miss-Kentucky game goes to Kentucky for miscues. 100%. Because yeah. if you don't drop a screen pass, you score a touchdown. You miss three kicks. Two, two, two of those were on you. Ole Miss did nothing to make you miss those kicks. You tackle yourself on a kick return for a touchdown. Wasn't that the the one where the guy started running? Well, I do wonder is that going to be a is that going to be something that bites Ole Miss later on against good teams, giving up returns? Okay, because you gave up two massive returns and one should have been a touchdown. They were big. I wonder if that's something that against an LSU who has elite speed against A and M who has a chain and and no offense, right? Do you give up returns to A-Chain and that actually gives A&M a chance to score? That was the one kind of thing out of the Ole Miss game that I said, ooh, that special teams unit, like you gave up some big returns. But the game ball goes to Kentucky's miscues. 
they they outplayed themselves because you got down into the red zone again. You get hit with a targeting, no review. They didn't call it fine. Part of the game, you fumbled. You still got another chance to come down and win again, and you had a touchdown, and you just snapped the ball too soon. That's on Levis, by the way. Yeah, Ole Dak Miss, Prescott and Eli Manning went to the line of scrimmage a million times. You can't. I don't yeah. remember them not allowing everybody to get set. Yeah, like, no, he he snapped the ball too Matt quickly. Corral's taking I don't know how many staff snaps. Will Will Rogers make sure that his guys are are set? Did you see Mark Stoops wear Levis oh, out? No, I listen because you had the touchdown. You won the game right there. So to me, as much as as Ole Miss's defense in the first half absolutely had it, Kentucky had five different chances to win that ball game. Yeah, it was great, a huge win for Kiffin. But Kentucky's miscues are an example of just who they are as a program. I do want to give Ole Miss's D some credit though, as far as some of the things that yeah, they did absolutely on, on and, Saturday. And when give when Kentucky made a mistake, Ole Miss capitalized, and that's ultimately the end of the game. I mean, you Kentucky made mistakes, and Ole Miss didn't let it continue on, right? They right. capitalized off of those mistakes. That's key. It's huge. But Kentucky's not. I mean, they they looked so average, so average, and yet had every they oppor- are average, and yet had every opportunity to win that game. So I don't know what that tells me about Ole Miss either. I don't know either. Like I I wasn't imp- you. You also made a good point on Mississippi State. Great win, but fourteen points came on and give Emmanuel Forbes credit on both plays and then yeah, the Cameron Richardson who we think are the best two athletes maybe with Jackie Matthews but but uh, Forbes is such a freak athlete yeah and a, it's hard to be a playmaker in that position but he has been a playmaker in that position yeah and that gave you the cushion because you take those 14 off the boards and we know where yeah. you're sitting at yeah at 28. And we've just seen Mississippi State and Ole Miss do things where you block that field goal, and if you don't run it back, your offense gets stymied and you end up punting, right? You're not guaranteed points there. I just think those were two huge plays. Running that kick return back or the field goal block back and then catching that go ball and not falling down and scoring. Yeah. Those two well, plays to me. Well, they haven't had received. Ra-Ra's a true sophomore. He's not even he, – he hasn't – you know, peaked or play. he's in the process of getting better. I wonder where this is going with him. Yeah. But he's a physical guy that can catch the ball, which yeah. they haven't had. And and I thought, you know, we saw a couple drops early, but then everybody settled in and it looked like everybody kind of moved the ball well. And so, I, you know, you're, you're coming off wins. It doesn't matter how. Ole Miss gets to regroup. I expect them to run for about 7,000 yards on Saturday against Vanderbilt. Um, I wouldn't have Jackson Dart carry the ball once. Oh no! It would. It, I no. would, and I'd play as many. Because sec- he's getting hit. Yeah, I'd, I'd play as many of my third and fourth string running backs as I could. Like just cycle everybody in, let guys get healthy, and then you play, you know, Auburn and LSU before the bye. You're real. I mean, you're real. Season, you you picked up win number one yesterday, or Saturday for Ole Miss. That was win number one of the real season. You get to reset in Vanderbilt another bye week, and then you have two games before the bye. Can you go 2-0 and against Auburn and LSU to set up what would be, as crazy as this sounds after last year, the biggest game in Lane Kiffin's tenure? Woo! We just went crazy there. But it's um, possible. It's reasonable at this point now. Yeah. It's not only, it's not probable yet, but it is, it's more than possible. It's reasonable to assume that Ole Miss could absolutely win all three of their next three games. To go to A&M? Yeah. It's not probable, but it's reasonable. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. 
And if you if you take four, then they take a week off and then they host Bama. Yeah, Vanderbilt, Auburn at home at LSU at A and M. None of those teams have been special enough to make me go. Ole Miss can't win those games. Not a single one. And three of the four have been downright eh, not great. Yeah. And then how we'll talk about this all week. How big is this game for Mississippi State to? Put an exclamation point on this and really get some momentum going to Kentucky. You yeah. back to back conference wins. Um, haven't beat Arkansas in the last two years. They look vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, and we we're we're trying to figure out the KJ Jefferson stuff. Yeah. They're one dimensional. As you said, they just played two very physical games. Arkansas lost to AM in a very physical game. They lost to Bama this weekend in a really, really physical game yeah and you're out of the gate you're a touchdown favorite yeah all on the table for mike leach because you get arkansas at home at kentucky both winnable before that alabama monster Eat. so you going over to tuscaloosa yeah man? yeah right all right out of bounds 105.9 the zone espn brought to you by farm bureau insurance bundle your car and home and save with your local farm bureau insurance agent we're streaming live on the zone1059.com. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. And this show is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Tom Luganville stops by to talk Rebs and Dogs at 8:30. Tom Luganville at 8:30 on the Out of Bounds Show, 1059 The Zone, ESPN. 